This is Come and See from St. Andrew's Anglican Church for Sunday, April 12, 2015. The Gospel is taken from the book of John, chapter 20, verses 19 through 31. The message is by Mother Nancy James. Lord, be in my mouth and be in their ears that your thoughts be spoken and heard. In your name I pray. Amen. Our gospel this morning is emotionally packed. It tells of a day in the life of the disciples that was quite an emotional roller coaster. Yes, today's gospel contains a story of Thomas, and believe me, Tom is one of my most favorite subjects, but I don't want to focus on him today. What I want is for you to empathize with the apostles. I want you to attempt to experience what they must have been feeling and thinking during this episode. Our gospel begins by telling us they locked themselves in. They must have been afraid, not just scared of ill wishes from others, but truly frightened for their lives. Our experiences of supporting a cause until we lose interest or take up another cause is not at all the same as what this cause meant to these men and women. This is not like supporting a candidate until an election or cheering your team until the playoffs. These people stake their very lives on Jesus. They were 100% committed. They'd left their jobs and their families behind. And now it seemed they'd lost everything. The bottom had dropped out of their very hearts and their world model had disintegrated. Their hope was lost and their future gone. They were worried about self-preservation and self-evaluation where to go next, and what went wrong. Take the worst thing that has ever happened to you and magnify it by 10, and you would still not be as desperate and alone as they were. And yet they clung to the instructions he had left them, and they tried to wait for what was to come next. Into this room, into this climate, Jesus appears. And what's the first thing he says? Peace be with you. If only. Yet when Jesus speaks, things happen. And I think that peace was suddenly with them. A similar, though less powerful experience might be if you're a parent and have ever misplaced your child when at the store, those feelings of panic and fear and mounting dread as you realize you can't see your child and they don't answer to your call and you search a larger area and they're not there and you begin to see spots around the edge of your eyes and your stomach starts to churn and you can't think for your, of yourself You can only think of your child, and you pray they're okay, and you need help, and your little one is found. 
And when your little one is found, all of that disappears. It's all forgotten in a flood of relief and joy. And you cry for happiness at being reunited. Can you imagine the emotions of those to whom Jesus appeared? Peace be with you. From the deepest depths to the greatest high at having him back, a reunion that was not thought possible. To have Jesus there so you can touch him and hold him. And they did just that. Jesus is real. Peace be with you. Can you imagine that? Can you imagine what it must be like to touch and to hold Jesus and cry tears that fall on his hands and his feet? To look into his very real and all-seeing eyes. Will you be relieved in his presence? Or would you prefer that he stay at a distance? Don't dodge this question. It's important to what happens next. You see, these people already knew that Jesus knew them through and through. They had no pretense of hiding anything from him. It did not occur to them to hide. For they knew that he loved them the way they were, not for the way that they thought of themselves. The classic example of this is Peter, who saw himself as the heroic follower of Jesus who would never deny him. Yet Jesus saw him as he was and told him he would deny him three times before the cock crowed. When that came to pass, Peter was forced to a more truthful level of self-knowledge. And with that came a deeper knowledge of the love of God. So let me repeat that. They knew that Jesus loved them the way they were, not for the way they thought of themselves. Which self do you present to God? The one you delude yourself with or the one he sees?